Discipline and consistency separate the good from the great. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show. I'm your host, Deborah Kozowski, and today we are diving in to overcoming obstacles on the daily. There is no escape in life of obstacles. Those challenges require your energy and they continuously show up. And I just wanted to kick things off um, before we really dive in to a quote by Ryan Holiday from his book, The Obstacle is the Way, The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph. And actually I had grabbed some quotes, but I found my book off the shelf and turned to a page that I thought would be great for just jumping in. Remember that this moment is not your life. It is just a moment in your life. Focus on what is in front of you right now. Ignore what it represents or what it means or why it's happened to you. So you can limit yourself or you can remember that this moment is not your life. And when you're thinking about that, it's like those challenges, you, you overcome them on the daily. And the way, reason I say that I'm always inspired by phrases and words that catch my eye, and this topic particularly grabbed me, because you're shuttling kids to school or sports, or you're having deadlines that got moved and suddenly you have like tomorrow or by the end of the day that you have to get something done, or even getting out of the bed without hitting the snooze button. Every morning from the moment you awake, you are faced with obstacles. Maybe somebody cut you off in traffic, or it feels like you're hitting every red light, or you give a proposal to your boss, or something happens in your business. There is obstacles facing you continuously every day, and it requires your energy. And, you know, if you were to just take it all in, it can be overwhelming. So first of all, the best thing to do is take a deep breath and go back to the basics, making sure that you're eating well, making sure that you're hydrated, that you are getting enough sleep. And, you know, everybody requires a different amount of sleep, but it's basically going back to the basics so that you can handle these challenges that come to you. And when you're able to handle things, you're able to start creating a plan. How am I going to tackle this challenge? Because you could often foresee some of the challenges that come up. Maybe you have this to-do list that is overrunning and looks more like Santa's Christmas list. But what you need to do is put that to-do list in your calendar. Block off time where you're going to dedicate time. Maybe something on your to-do list is even reading a book. And reading the book might be just that you're taking 10 minutes a day to read a few pages. And in the book, Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about, you know, if you're starting small with a habit, maybe you're just starting with two minutes a day of reading, especially if you're not a big reader, like it's got to be minute chunks of time. And I've talked about this on other podcasts that when I was doing the plank challenge, it's like 10 seconds incremental increase in a day. 
So these small habits require really small shifts to accomplish really big things. You know, for someone who had never done a huge length of time in planking, like I, my goal was one minute and I worked my way up to two minutes and 36, yay me. And, uh, you know, same thing with reading. If you're not a reader, it might be painstaking for you to do some reading. So start with two minutes and see how many pages you can digest. And if it's really juicy content, I guarantee you that you're going to end up reading more because you're going to want to. There's certain books that just grab you and pull you right in. So going back to the basics, start creating a plan, putting that to-do list into your calendar when you're putting in those small chunks of time. If you're running errands, try to organize them geo geographically and think that I can do this. This is what part of the city I'm going to or wherever I need to go to. And these are the places I'm hitting. And this is all I'm doing. It's very focused, very determined. It's not like you're wandering aimlessly without a plan. And the other thing I want to encourage you, and this is really important, you know, we, we take for granted our emotions, right? We can stuff them down, grab a <laughs> go through the drive through grab some food, because we're running out of time. But I want you to be able to feel your emotions. You know, that overwhelmed feeling, you know, we, we tend to stuff it down. Um, that might lead to start making poor habit choices um, by turning to unhealthy choices like alcohol, food, you know, everything is good, you know, in healthy amounts. But if you are using it as a coping tool, that is not helpful. And it's making unhealthy choices when you need to actually go through and feel those emotions and choose coping strategies that serve your mental health, serve in reducing the stress in your life. And that's where I lean to asking for help. And one thing is about asking for help because other people need help too. And, you know, you might have a colleague that needs some help with a project and vice versa, or just brainstorming ideas. And that might be the help that you need. It might be childcare, as an example, you know, that you arrange a play date so that you can run and get some things done and vice versa. Or it could be that, you know, something in your business that you really need to strategize or, you know, want to go to a networking event or need an introduction or a referral is being able to openly ask for help. But here's the big thing. This is the biggest thing that I think people have trouble with is actually allowing and accepting help. And when you're allowing and accepting help from others, you know, to be grateful because people naturally want to help others in some way. So it might be that, you know, someone cleans the house for you or you do uh, get some girlfriends over or, you know, families over and you do a big meal prep and then everybody goes back and, and puts things in their freezers. You know, there can be so many ways and I want you to think of a few ways that you could ask for or accept help from others when you're feeling overwhelmed, you know. Um, and the other thing is, as he said, this is a moment, right? It's not forever. Everything in life has temporary timeframes. And we get so caught up in the moment that we feel like it's going to last forever. And it, and it almost feels like you've lost control. And I want you to pull in the reins and take back your power, knowing that you full well still have control over the situation, 
which is within your control of the choices you make. You always have choice. And that's something that I want to remind you of. You always have choice. So think in the bigger picture of things instead of getting lost in the detail. Thinking about how can I do something? And this is where I encourage people to journal, right? Take the how can I, put it on a piece of paper and just jot down whatever idea comes to your mind of how you can do something or who you can ask for help. Or what emotions are coming up for me right now? You know, what is it that I need to know from the emotion? Because emotions are messengers. They're telling you something. And I want to make sure that you actually don't push those emotions down. Because often what happens is when emotions are pushed down for a greater length of time, you know, I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to claim to be an expert in this area. So um, I do recommend that if you do need to see someone to talk to someone in that area, but I don't know about you, but maybe there's been times you stuff something down. It's like popping a cork of uh, champagne or something that, you know, it explodes and it might not come out at the right time. You might say things you regret and then, then you're really backstepping and you're, you're trying to get your control back and you know that you've hit a point of lack of control. So the best thing is, is to be able to process those emotions and ask them what they're telling you. If, you know, you're feeling stressed, then your body tells you ahead of time. You might have clammy hands, you might feel sweaty, you know, pay attention to the signs around you. And maybe it's a matter of doing some deep breathing exercises. Maybe it's a matter of, you know, scheduling time for yourself. That's self-care. I cannot stress how important it is. But I also want you to recognize your wins. This is a big thing. When you're overcoming obstacles on the daily, how many of you give yourself a high five and say, man, I got everybody to where they needed to be on time. I'm actually out of the house in my, not in my pajamas. I really, you know, ace that presentation that I was preparing for. And I also, you know, got the business deal that I was looking at because I was prepared. I was calm and I had my thinking straight and everything ran smoothly. How many times do you actually stop and recognize how you've overcome obstacles that have popped up in your life. Not too often, I bet. So I want you just to look at your day today. What are some of the obstacles or moments that you maybe found yourself talking yourself out of taking action? Or, you know, something that would normally have maybe gone off track that you actually had it completely on track today. Maybe, you know, the best thing that happened today is that dinner did not burn. Or, you know, in the, you know, like garlic toast as an example, you know, you can't turn your back for a minute. But here's the thing that Ryan Holiday also talks about in the obstacle is the way we forget in life, it doesn't matter what happens to you, or where you come from. It matters what you do with what happens to you, and what you've been given. And that also relates to attitude. Are you going to, because things can happen to anyone, and it's not a particular race or religion, gender, you know, 
when things happen to people, it's a kind of a universal thing. Everyone faces a challenge. And, you know, it's not that they broadcast their challenges, you know, but we see a picture of someone or we see someone um, on a magazine or Instagram or social media. And we think, man, they look so good. They got their life put together. Well, are they showing you when they drag themselves out of bed? Are they showing you that they get up at 5 a.m. every day to work out or that they are tracking, um, particularly making sure that they're making healthy choices with their eating and spending, you know, a whole afternoon instead of maybe going to a show and food prepping for the week for their families. So it's all a matter of choice, but they've found a way to make a plan to get through their obstacle to have their end result. And this is where persistence really comes in, into how badly you want something. Are you willing to make the sacrifices or put in the work to move through the obstacle, get around the obstacle, overcome that obstacle on the daily? Because you could just you know, stand there and have a temper tantrum about everybody not getting their backpacks on or, or, you know, having a meeting with someone and it not going well, and just being frustrated for the rest of the afternoon, or you can just say, Hey, that was a moment in time. And I can move through this obstacle and I can move through the next one. So holiday also says that the obstacle in the path becomes the path. Never forget within every obstacle is an opportunity to improve your condition. So when you're thinking about these obstacles that show up, they're helping you build skills. They're helping you be able to navigate a situation. You might be pulling out some negotiation and, you know, kids are really good at this, especially at the grocery store aisle by the candies, right? How, how do you navigate that challenge when your child is saying, I want this candy? Some people say, just throw the candy on the counter. Or then they'll say, no, not today, you know, and negotiate. It could be a toy. It could be anything. And it's also thinking about yourself. How do temptations for potentially shopping show up in your feed of social media? right? You're you're putting yourself on a budget and suddenly you have all these ads show up and you have these things that, oh, maybe just one click and I'll buy that. So sometimes for some people who've really worked their way out of debt, and I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Erin Sky Kelly on her Get Out of Debt podcast that I heard her say, you know, turn off those, those particular ads that you're tempted by. And when you are turn those off, you're less likely to go on the spending spree. And if you have certain shops, save them for the special occasions so that when you need to purchase a gift versus, you know, I'll buy one for them and one for me. I, I don't know if you've ever had that happen. <laughs> you know, sometimes that happens to me. And, you know, it's really about being mindful about the choices. What is challenging for you might not be challenging for another person. But I can tell you that the biggest thing that separates one person from another is truly creating a plan and sticking with the basics and being able to feel through those emotions and understand what the emotions are attempting to tell you. So let me say that if you've done an interview and at the end of the interview or, you know, a few days later, you're feeling really disappointed with how things went. And what is that emotion 
attempting to tell you? Is it really truly the reality? And this is where I want you to start questioning the thought that comes up. Is this really true? And do you know it to be 100% true in the work of Byron Katie? And, you know, because it could be that your imagination is starting to just play tricks on you. You haven't heard anything. So I want you to just take a step back and do some reflection. And, you know, look at what went really well. What are the things I might need to improve on? What was a specific question that maybe I had a better example for if it should, that question should come up again or something you've never thought of. So really being clear in how you want to show up. So creating that vision for yourself, but knowing that every opportunity that you face is a challenge for you to learn and grow and step into your potential. So instead of getting caught up and saying, man, this is so big, I'm never going to get through this, this stage of life, seize it, seize the challenge, embrace it, and know that challenges face everyone, not everybody's broadcasting them. So you overcome obstacles on the daily, and maybe it's time that you stop and take a moment to pause and be amazed at the challenges you got through today alone. Thank you for listening to the Millionaire Woman podcast. Again, we talk about life, leadership, and business, helping you live rich from the inside out. I'd love for you to go over to my website, pop in your email, get your free 10-page report on Reset Your Mindset to make sure that you get your mindset in the right space every day. Set that intention. And I would love if you're interested in coaching or any other opportunities, we have journaling workshops, to reach out to me to find out when the next events are. And again, when you sign up with your newsletter, you will be on the list. And I want to give a shout out to Debbie in Halifax for joining me in the journaling workshop recently. It was a pleasure having her. And uh, also to my friends in El Paso who could be listening to this right now. To all of you around the world, I am so grateful for you listening to the Millionaire Woman Show. Thank you for joining us. And as Mohammed Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world and go out and make today great.